Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Thank you, Farad, and welcome back, my baby boomer friends, to the show that never ends. Or at least sometimes it seems that way. You've reached another day above ground, the program just for baby boomers. And we're going to talk about all things boomer today. And by we, I mean my two partners and I. First, from the great state of Colorado, the Mile High City, please welcome Carolyn Strauss. Hey, and it's almost my favorite holiday. It's almost time for Halloween. Yeah, too bad it won't be held this year because nobody <laughs> wants strange kids coming to their door. But there's new <laughs> candy. Do you know that they're making Kit Kats that are mint flavored with dark chocolate? So it's sort of like combining a cookie and a junior mint. And um, for me, that's old news. But for new other people, that's new. It's going to be very wow. exciting. I like okay. the white chocolate Kit Kat. Those are they, those come out around Halloween too. They're the ghost Kit Kats. Those uh, those those are some of my favorite. Um, have you had the white chocolate um, Reese's cups? I uh, have not. They do ghost Reese's, so uh, they're white chocolate too over uh, the over the peanut butter. Oh man! And is that considered um, chocolate racism? <laughs> hey, white chocolate matters. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Only, oh, yeah, only, only if you uh, uh, say that the, the 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 it has power. That's the only time. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. white chocolate power. Yeah, no, that wouldn't be. Anyhow, and, hey, and white chocolate question. powers me, man. I'm happy. Did you see that M and M's now have a popcorn flavor? A popcorn flower and a fudge brownie M&M's are new, too. They ha, fudge brownie in an M&M. Like, I've made, have you made brownies and put M&M's on them or in them? We've oh. all done that, right? But now it's the opposite. It's like the M&M's have the fudge brownies in them. <laughs> I, I, I gave up on M&M's. Last bag I bought, they were all printed upside down. It was terrible. <laughs> They're W&Ws. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, the other voice you've been listening to, my friends, is, of course, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Yeah, apparently uh, uh, Donald Trump just brokered another peace deal in the Middle East. It looks like that he's trying to gain world peace. Apparently he's taken policy advice from one of his pageant winners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what 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 was his talent in the talent competition? <laughs> Grabbing something. I can't remember. <laughs> Juggling cats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Freelance fondling. Anyhow, um, we were talking on our on our last show about different decades within the life of the baby boomer, from what we could remember of it. And I think we got through the 1970s. So we want to start this one by taking a look at the 1980s a very formulative year i think for all baby oh by the way since the last time we spoke carolyn has had a birthday so happy birthday to carolyn i am still already 45 and don't let anybody tell you different <laughs> somebody says how old you are i am already 45 and that's my story and i'm sticking to it <laughs> well we're going to have to ask you to leave the show then because you're too young to be a baby boomer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Dale, do you really want to give her that option? <laughs> don't, don't, don't throw me in the briar patch. No. <laughs> But the well, 1980s were all about big hair. Oh, man. Big hair, big shoulder pads, menswear, working girl. Oh, yeah. The 80s, well, were, the 80s were a great decade. Let me I, give you a few factoids first before we launch into it. In 1980, the average cost of a house was $68,000. In 1989, average cost was $120,000. In, uh, 19, uh, in 1980, gas was $1.19 a gallon. In 89, it was 97 cents. And the average cost of a car, 1987, $1,000. In 89, $15,000. So it was a, we had a bit of a, uh, an inflation every place except uh, the oil market. That, that's waited for later on. But uh, <laughs> but then, you know, of course, the cars are going to be more expensive because there's a lot more safety equipment in 1989 than there was in 1980. There was no airbags in 1980. There was, there was no, mom's uh, arm. <laughs> or your friend's arm. You ever driven yeah. with a friend and they're about to stop and they, you know, it was a great, it was great for women because, you know, finally he touched me. I mean, it was. <laughs> and you thought the guy was doing that because he was going to stop? No, he was, he was just getting started, you know. <laughs> Actually, yeah, by in 1980, you could still get a car with bench seats and uh, sit in the middle. I, I, I right. don't know if you remember that. Right. But by 1989, uh, you were uh, you were stuck in the bucket seats. It was like it's like the parents actually. <laughs> that was the I don't want to be a grandparent safety item that was put in cars <laughs> in the late 80s. <laughs> And and they'd keep a bunch of stuff in the back seat, you know, so you'd have to move all that first. <laughs> oh, so you remember the fashions, Carolyn, the big oh. hair and the big. Uh... You got to remember, I was a plus. Well, I'm only 45, but I was a plus size model in New York City in the 80s. So New York City was about sort of the end of Studio 54 for me, which I did get to go to a bunch of times. In the plus size model in 1980, that means you were over the 90 pound class. Yes, yes, I (laughs) you were you were a plump you were a plump 105. (laughs) Oh, sure, (laughs) actually, that's funny you should say that because in the 80s, when I was a plus size model, plus size was anything size 14 and over. And then in the 90s, it went to size 12 and over. And then in the late 90s, it went to size 10 and over was considered plus size. So I was a size 18 back in the 80s. I was a perfect size 18. And um, yeah, and so I went in, I worked with everybody. I worked with all of the Macy's stores, all the Federated Department stores. Liz Claiborne launched their plus size line called Elizabeth. I think that might have been the early 90s. But um, yeah, no, the fashion was, I was all about the fashion. And I do have to confess, I think I still have a couple of jackets that I modeled in the 80s that I still own. So let me I'm get this. Let me get back. this straight. Is, is is Liz Claiborne says, you know, you're a little too chunky to be a Liz. You look more like an Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So like, I started. Well, you're lucky. Fashion. You're lucky you didn't go to the next level. I think that's Hortense Claiborne. Yes. <laughs> So funny. No, do I do I get to do I get to tell a true story that's not so nice? 
Certainly, about it's this. your so podcast. So in the, in the Unless you're not a baby 90s, boomer. I was modeling through the through the 80s. I'm sorry, this is the 80s, and I was in the 80s, and I was um, I started commentating fashion shows around 1987, and um, Liz Claiborne had not started making plus size clothes, and I was partnered with um, I I had a business partner who wrote specialty modeling with me, who was a petite model. So she's modeling Liz Claiborne, and I went to a fashion show that she was in, and I talked to Liz Claiborne herself, and I said. When are you going to start making plus-size clothes? I can't believe she actually said this to me. She said, well, honey, I don't upholster furniture. <laughs> wow. And if anybody has, um, you know, can debate that, I can prove that she said it because there were other people wow. around when she said it. And then three years later, she saw what the market was doing. She saw how the market exploded, so to speak. And she started doing plus size clothing. And she didn't remember, but she hired me to be one of her fit models. <laughs> so I started working for her. And I'm like, well, a couch is still a couch, babe, but it's going to make you a lot of money. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. You should have you yeah. gone oh, up to man. it and go, oh, this is a nice dress, Liz. Uh, uh, I guess you are making slip covers now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story from the 80s. Talk about my memories of the 80s. God. I always, yeah, for me, for me, yeah, I cannot think of the 80s without thinking of the big hair. I, I I think that's uh, that's that's kind of like uh, that that is the lead like the leisure suit is the '70s what big hair is to the '80s, and what the one I remember the most the hairstyle I remember the most was that uh, that general store on a Hollywood backlot look, you know what I'm talking about where you, you, the the girl would come up and she would have her hair really big in front and she would turn sideways and it was it was paper thin. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember because uh, you know, the uh, the men's suits in the '80s had lapels that were like three feet wide. You get caught in a stiff wind, you could fly with those suits wearing those uh, things. Dale, it, Dale, that that was actually the '70s. Carolyn's shaking her head. She's our fashion it was expert. The early '80s. It was the early, early '80s. Uh, it was early '80s brought in '80s brought in skinny ties and narrow lapels. So that was no the, and skinny pants. Yeah, that was the the '80s. There was actually a joke because because uh, uh, there was the Romantics, there was the Knack, there was uh, there was all these new wave bands, and there was a joke saying you know that right now record executives in L.A. are so busy signing up bands with skinny ties that if Laurel and Hardy were still alive, they'd have a record contract. <laughs> but remember, we had skinny, skinny ties, skinny pants, and hammer pants at the same time. Wasn't oh, yeah. MC Hammer the 80s? So yeah. Those, yeah. those hammer pants, that, that they have no crotch. They These are pants yeah. that are like just one big piece of fabric. We called those uh, we called those fancy hotel pants, big ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, it, it's it's interesting that the, they they seem to go out of style right along with MC Hammer. It, 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 so I don't know which one pulled the other one down, but they both seem to sink at the exact same moment. And when was, was oh, I'm sorry? Go ahead. I, I was, was just curious. Say when, acid wash. Acid oh, oh yeah! I remember the acid wash and stone wash too. Stone I never understood what that was. Yeah, and yeah. when did the narrow jacket come in? Seventies. 
That was the 70s? <laughs> and then back again in the 90s. Then back again. So, you know, fashion's like a 20-year cycle. I mean, stuff keeps coming back. Like I say, I'm still waiting for the giant shoulder pads from my jackets from the 80s to come back because I still have them. Well, the bell bottoms came in in the 90s. and Because uh, I still I still remember this. I still remember this moment. Because I was sitting I was sitting at the, the, the bar with a couple of uh, Second City actresses. One of them who became quite famous, and I won't name. But uh, w- w- we're sitting there. And hey, I named Liz Claiborne. You have to. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm still in the business, sort of. Oh, right. <laughs> you, you make up a name like she's going to know. <laughs> Her name was anyway, Betty Claiborne. You know? Anyway, and we're, we're sitting there talking. They said, uh, do you see bell bottoms? One of them says, do you see bell bottoms are back? I just saw, you know, I was just, you know, I was just down to the Magnificent Mile, and I, they, they're showing bell bottoms this season. And the other one goes, yeah, I can't believe bell bottoms are back. And I said, you know, uh, I was talking to someone, and they said, if, if you wore it the first time, you're too old to wear it the second time. <laughs> That's, That's a good what point. They say about That's a, lot a very of good point. They, yeah, they, they say both, that about a they lot. They both just stopped, took a sip of their drink, and uh, walked to the other end of the bar. <laughs> I don't think I ever talked to either of them ever again. <laughs> and then, there's, then there were the leg warmers. Do you guys? Did that happen a lot in the Midwest? Were leg warmers a big thing in the big? Do you even know what they are? Yeah, leg warmers and the flash dance uh, rip sweatshirt. Yes. Ah, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember ever seeing them out in public anywhere. Oh, they were like we're not in New York City. They, they were, were like everywhere. they were like pants with a lot of it missing. Or from the bottom up, they're like really thick socks. No, without the feet. Yeah, yeah. they're leg warmers. They they were. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. They, they were they were pants with like if you took a pair of cutoffs, if you took a pair of cutoffs or, or a pair of pants that your grandma crocheted for you, and you cut off to make cutoff shorts, and then just wore the someone else wore with the leftover. Yes, yes. Okay, well, that sounds quite lovely. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and then, and then, okay, all right. Now admit this: who owned a Swatch watch? Never did. You I, never owned a Swatch? I, I was Timex man, baby. I, 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 had, I had one. You had one. You had to tell. I had one. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't I have mean, a collection. You, I just had one. But it matched your Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> right? You got a Swatch. They actually had Swatches that matched the case of your Walkman. Oh, man. Wow. And, See, uh, I was busy in the 82 was a very important year. 1982, Epcot. Open to the public. In 1982, Graceland opened to the public for tours. And in 1982, my daughter was born. So there was like three major openings. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, you know, uh, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say something really I, I, mean, I, but I, I won't. I'm going to say something. I, I, I was I was hesitant. I'll say the mean thing. It's uh, 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 fortunately you can still visit Graceland and Epcot. <laughs> and I was going to say, wow, three things you didn't get to visit in the '80s. So I, you know, <laughs> we're both going the same way, Tim, which is so mean. <laughs> All right, not everything's supposed to be funny, you know. <laughs> hey, we are enjoying it. And in 1981, Prince Charles and Princess Diana got married. Oh. 
I even remember where I was when that happened. Did you remember what you wore? <laughs> I think I had leg warmers. I'm not sure. It's uh, uh, <laughs> the, the the interesting thing that I still remember about that is that uh, is that uh, Princess Di had to have a uh, uh, an exam to make sure she was still uh, uh, suitable for the for the royal bratwurst. Mm-hmm. Wow! Uh, is it? Yeah, is it? I yeah, is that? that is, is it? Yeah. There's a rule that you cannot you can you cannot marry into royalty if you've been with another man. Is it's very important that royalty is the uh, uh, stakes the first claim, so to speak. Somebody should have told Prince Andrew that. Was he, <laughs> was he married into it, or was he born into it? Well, well, well yeah. I, I think I think it only matters when in the line of succession. Okay. I think you know. I think you can. You, you can. Yeah. Well, it, they've it, gotten a lot more liberal, letting Meghan Markle in on the deal now. Yeah. Because, no, you yeah, know, no kidding. Well, <laughs> he's he's going to marry a what? <laughs> I don't know. She's an actress. How horrifying! <laughs> well, let's let's move on to the 1990s. Back then, you know, we had we still had reasonable gas prices. Went from a dollar twenty-two to a dollar thirty-four. Uh, let's see, 1991. You know what started? The internet. The wow. reason we're all here today, 1991 was the first time they opened, a, the, at the time called, better known as the World Wide Web, and it was uh, started by Al Gore back then. <laughs> <laughs> and then in 1992, he was vice president. Bill Clinton got elected in 1992. Uh, what else? There's not a whole lot of good stuff happened in the 1990s. Yeah. Oh, there was grunge. I think that, uh, that, that that's probably the defining the defining music of the uh, of the '90s, I think, is the grunge movement, the uh, Nirvana, the the Soundgarden that spawned a million knockoff bands. It's what started with Soundgarden, ended with Nickelback. And the, the what what prompted the name grunge for the, that genre? You know what? I don't know. I, I could I could tell I could tell you where. I could, yeah, could be. <laughs> The fashion grunge thing was happening, you know, where people were wearing their pants down, men mostly, around their hips, not anywhere near their waist. So there was that, and all the ripped and torn clothes were there. And it was also um, the punk movement happened in the 90s. Punk, everybody, you know, the black, the all black thing. That's the 70s, too. No. (laughs) (laughs) It was for me. The, uh, the the yeah the black thing the the, the black it, it was uh no that was all that was, all black yeah that the whole goth thing goes way back yeah, in the seventies that was that's what I meant yeah that was Susie that was Susie Sue that started that in the seventies who Susie who? Sue spelt with an X but spelt with two X's that would make it Susie sucks S U X. No, I mean she was the original goth back in the back in the the seventies, and then you know in the eighties there was you know there was all the the goth bands came out Bauhaus, The Cure, uh, Joy Division. I mean the the. Uh, hmm. 
I missed out on a lot of that fashion and stuff like that. You suddenly, know, I, 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 suddenly I wonder if I'm if I'm even a boomer. <laughs> yeah, I went from flannel-lined dungarees to dockers. You know, I missed a whole bunch. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're well, still actually, missing out on the fashion, Dale. I've been meaning to mention that to you. Actually, in the in the '90s, flannel came back. Flannel actually, uh, yeah. it, it it came uh, came off the farm and went into the into the nightclubs in the in the '90s. And it, it keeps you toasty on a day like this when there's a bit of chill in the air. Is there a chill in the air where yeah. you there, are? There was this morning when I got up. It was in the 60s, and now it's, it's in the 70s. I it's had to, still in the 80s and 90s in Colorado, oh, there, wow. but there's no climate change. Did you, I, did you snow melt? Oh, we, oh, my God. The snow melt. It snows here, and then literally five minutes later, it's gone. There's, it's, it's hot. It's still huh. hot. It's stupid. I uh, this morning huh. I had to pull out my sheepskin slippers and uh, uh, and, and put on a put on a flannel shirt for uh, to make coffee. It was it was wow. chilly. It was chilly. I, I don't have any. I don't have any slippers for my pets. Right. <laughs> 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 I uh, so, uh, anyway, go ahead. No, I was going to say the '90s. To me, the '90s is the Robin Williams decade. Right. He started back in the 80s. Didn't he start like getting really famous in the 80s? Wasn't that the whole Mork and Mindy thing? 70s. 70s? Was that the 70s? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But his acting career really happened in the yeah. 90s. Right. 80s. I mean, he, he did Patch Adams 80s. and Mrs. Doubtfire and I thought Aladdin. Gar- I thought Garp and... was in the 80s. Garp was I think Garp first... was in the 80s. That yeah. was a, that was like his breakout. That was a, the, where they found out that, that Robin Williams actually could act. As, yeah. as you know, as compared to most comics who can't <laughs> and shouldn't attempt it <laughs> because they're bad, you know, and they will play that one character for the rest of their lives. Talking to you, Amy Schumer. Talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> and Law and Order premiered in the '90s, and it's still happening pretty much Conjunk. every day on every network. <laughs> now, when did uh, when did Bill Kent? Clinton get caught in the Oval Office. When was that? After his second uh, term? Uh, yeah. Uh, 92, he yeah, would have been back was, in 96. About, they were about 96, yeah. 90, I think the impeachment was 98. It was uh, it was getting really close to the end when they... Uh... Monica still hasn't cleaned that dress. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, well, it's no. designated for the, uh, for the museum now, boy. All right. Well, she thinks she's going to wear it again? <laughs> Well, if you know, if if Trump gets reelected, sure. You know, and, and the <laughs> you wear the name tag over that so nobody can see it. The know? thing, the thing that, uh, yeah, the thing that I don't, uh, that I don't get is why the Smithsonian doesn't want it. I mean, certainly, certainly, it's a defining moment in history. I mean, it truly is. If they've got Archie Absolutely. Bunker's chair and Fonzie's jacket and the chair that Lincoln was shot in. The ruby slippers from uh, Wizard yeah. of Oz. It's certainly the blue dress. Yeah. yeah. You know. Or Clinton shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can go. You can go. Actually, go to a museum in. Uh, you can go to a museum in uh, Detroit and see the the car that Kennedy was shot in. Yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, yeah. And that uh, name. Uh, name. <laughs> name two guys who were shot in the head in the theater. Abraham Lincoln and the guy sitting in front of Pee Wee Herman. Oh. <laughs> and that sure, was I'm, the I'm 90s. Pretty, yeah, that was the 90s. That was uh, 
<laughs> I think uh, I actually think I actually think the the best the best comeback line ever was that uh, was at the MTV Music Awards. It was after after the the incident happened with Pee Wee Herman. They pulled his series off the air. It just uh, it was just a career crash for him. But then like a couple months later, is Pee Wee Herman. Uh, uh, the MTV Music Awards, and they go, ladies and gentlemen, uh, given the next award for best comedy album or whatever, uh, Pee Wee Herman, and he comes out just massive applause, and he and he comes up to the microphone and goes, so heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a tremendous acknowledgement of what everyone <laughs> everyone was saying about it. Was hilarious. It, uh, a couple career-ending moves in the 90s. The Ellen Show. Do you remember before she had the talk show, she had a sitcom that I yeah. think ran from around 94 to 98. Yeah. And in 98, when she came out, the world was rocked. Now, I don't think that... I who who was her girl? Who was her girlfriend at the time? I, Wasn't I can't it remember. Anne Hayes. Yeah, it was Anne Hayes, and they, they they it really got ugly towards the end. And I always imagined that uh, that Anne Hayes used to love to watch Will and Grace just to upset Ellen. And uh, <laughs> when Ellen would come in the room, she'd say, "Oh, look, you can make a situation comedy about homosexuals <laughs> as long as it's funny." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well and Anne Hayes she went on to she switched sides didn't she and got Again. married and had a baby yeah so yes yeah so that's that's a woman that can't make up her mind she, she, she's the queen of options I, I have no problem with that <laughs> <laughs> well any other things the main the main thing I think if you remember from the 90s and that was what was going to happen at midnight in 2000? Which Y2K. many people said is the next century, and it's not. That doesn't start till well, 2001. Well, well, Prince said we were going to party. Yeah. And, you know, he was dead several years after. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, what, how, what did you do in uh, 2000? Did, did you go to a fancy party? Did you cower in the basement? Did you count how many... Uh, grams of uh of food and ammo you have what did you do i did nothing i did i did absolutely nothing i think i, I think i watched dick clark and i don't think he's was, was that was that before he stroked i yes. don't uh, yeah i don't yeah, yeah i wonder what year that was i don't th it was definitely it was not. 2000 oh when when he had yeah, the stroke or when yeah, he died I think it was after that yeah yeah yeah, and they and they still they still would pull him out for like a minute or two, and, and everyone would go, "Oh, that's 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 me." No, you don't. Weekend you didn't at have, you didn't have to. Do weekend that. at Dick Clark's. Yeah. <laughs> this a, is really sad. I might need Prevagen or something. Um, and, and we're looking for a sponsor, so Prevagen it might help my memory. Um, so I don't remember where I was on New Year's Eve 1999 going into 2000. Oh my God, I can't remember. That should be a big one and I can't remember it. <laughs> well, think back enough, I'm sure it was a big one. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> uh, uh, that's that's before they put the restrictions on the shower heads. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you are... You're just jealous. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, we 
we've uh, we've covered 20 years in 20 minutes, and you try and find that on any TV show anywhere, folks. <laughs> you know, you know 60 minutes that takes a full hour to watch that. So you you uh, you got a, a real deal here. But we're uh, we're back strong. We're going to have a new guest next week. What else do I want to say? If you'd like to be a guest on the show, you're thinking, hey. I got something to say about being a baby boomer. Drop us a line at uh, anotherdayaboveground.com. That's our website, and there's a little message area in the bottom, and we will get your message and respond to it. We'd love to have you uh, as a guest on the show. Uh, Carolyn, do you have anything uh, else to, uh, to leave with the folks today? And no, but if you want to be a guest on the show and you say that you're already 45, we'll get what you mean. And we'll put you on because you do not have to admit your age. (laughs) (laughs) And how about you, Tim? Anything? You just got done with your crash and burn? Yeah, I got another show coming up in uh, Bolingbrook, Illinois, uh, uh, October 31st, Halloween weekend. So uh, if, you're, if you're in Illinois, if you're in driving distance, uh, come check out check out one of the shows. Go to my website for more details. Do you think anybody's going to be celebrating Halloween like trick and treat, trick or treaters? I'm uh, guessing people will be wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Over or under your regular mask, you know, yeah, kind of like yeah. kind of like what our parents did on Halloween, where you get this great costume and then you have to put your winter coat on over it. <laughs> yeah, under, underneath here, I'm Superman. Yeah. But I'm not really Superman because Superman doesn't get cold. Superman can wear his underwear on the outside because he's so hot-blooded. Well, matter of fact, I was thinking about putting my underwear on on the outside and just going to the store just to get strange looks from people. But but that about wraps it up for this week on Another Day Above Ground. So uh, please uh, let us hear from you. Pass this on to other fellow baby boomers. You might have to show them how to download it, but that that's really a little gift you could give us. Other than that, on behalf of Carolyn and Tim and myself, uh, we wish you a, a beautiful day because it is is another day above ground and that's it for another day above ground for dale tim and carolyn i'm farad muhammad thanks for listening